Hey, it's Doug. I want to jump in before we get to the full episode about productivity and the struggles in the real world out there. First off, if you have any show ideas, if you have any topics or questions that you want me to cover, feedback at doug.show. That's my email address that you can get a hold of me with. And if you have a you know, potential story, maybe you have a success story or something like that, or there's just an area where you want to ask a question, maybe you want to get my input on a certain thing, feedback at doug.show. That's how you get in touch with me. You can also sign up for the email list nichesiteproject.com and I send you all my templates and systems and I let you know when new episodes come out. And sometimes I just, you know, write a random email, something that I'm thinking about. I haven't been doing as many of those in the past, but now I'm starting to do it a little more often. And I usually send like one to three emails per week. Sometimes they're very short and I just say, hey, a new episode came out, go check it out. And other times, you know, maybe a few paragraphs or something like that. Occasionally, and I haven't been doing this as much either, I'll uh, just put in pictures. Maybe I went on a hike or did something cool and I'll put in a picture of things that I've been up to. I don't do Instagram very much. I like very intermittently post like maybe once every two weeks or something. And usually then it's just like food or some kind of something unrelated to business. But anyway, feedback at Doug.show. If you have any show ideas, sign up for the email list. And I'll be back on the other side to talk a little bit about uh, productivity a bit as well. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington. And today, we're talking to Marty McLeod about productivity. And uh, Marty's a good friend of mine. I've known him for a few years. He, he took one of my courses a while back and he's been on the show a few times. We've talked about just you know growing his sites. We've talked about what to do after an algorithm update and recovering your site. And he was on not too long ago talking about his plan for uh, basically creating topical clusters and content clusters on a site that was hit in the September core algorithm update of uh, 2022. And today we're talking about productivity. And Marty said that his uh, like productivity has been hurting a little bit uh, because of the sort of environment and his work environment and probably a couple other factors. So we're going to dive into it. And Marty, how's it going today? Uh, Pretty good. Good to be here. Thanks. And for the people that don't know you, can you just give, you know, the quick 90 second intro of, you know, how you got into niche sites and, and your, your former gig before? Yes. So I originally always wanted to be able to get out of having to work I, I, my field because I was just burning out sometimes. And sometimes I hated the work, unfortunately. So that's when I discovered making money online and I found out about you, took your course and then when I took your course, I started my first website. And not that long after that, I started my second main, I call them my main sites. And for about two years, just in my spare time, I kept grinding. And uh, finally, I was able to make enough money to leave my job, take the big step. And now I'm my own, working for myself and I can travel and do, have the dream. Yeah. Cool. That's amazing. And you are in the Philippines now, right? And, yes, that's you right. know, the spawn of, of this episode was you were like, ah, my productivity is hurting a little bit. So can you walk yeah. us through like the problems you were having and you know, when you were struggling? Yeah. So, uh, there were, it's, 
for me, this last, since I got here, it's been periodically getting sick was one thing because the, the climate, uh, which is unfortunately not unusual for foreigners. When you go to somewhere, the weather is very different. You tend to, you're more inclined to get sick, even though I'm a very healthy person. In my case, it's coming indoors with the air conditioning and running it at night. Next day, I might wake up and get start getting feeling bad, like a sinus problem, and get something like a cold. And then you, the next thing you know, you're out for five days to a week at a time. And that happened three times. Uh, I was working out in a gym after I had a medical procedure done. When I started back working out, I was only there a couple of days. I touched my eye, got a severe eye infection to the point where I couldn't see well and even work in, my, in front of my computer. That was a struggle. That was three weeks. I was just, wow, that really held me back. Uh, and then I ate something recently and I was down for a week. So that does not help. It's just, you know, think that's that. rough, man. It, yeah. And, and also when you have times when you can't sleep, uh, it, that depends. I know that depends on the particular person like me. Uh, I can hear very well and I can, you know, stuff like light. So I've had to deal with those kinds of things that take, if you can't get good sleep in, in your environment, that's a major thing because it'll just sap your productivity. Next day you're just, you know, you'll, you'll do well to get a couple hours of, of work out of yourself. Yep. Hundred percent, and you know, just to go back, I mean, you are a pretty healthy person. Like you, when you were back uh, in the states, you probably didn't get sick very often, right? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Just want to highlight that. Just you know, some people they do get sick yeah. all the time, and you know, the, yeah. I don't know, but but you didn't, and you're you're not a hypochondriac type person where you're like, you know, I think I think my eye hurts, and then you don't work. Like you want to work, right? <laughs> yeah, I push myself very hard. Okay, to... got it. Okay, so there's there's a lot of those uh, like physical illnesses. Anything else with the environment or you know places that you're working or anything else getting in the way? You know, uh, definitely, in, and it happens different places. Uh, but definitely, having reliable in it, internet has been a major issue. Because I'm actually where I'm at right now, it's pretty good. But when I was at home, even before I talked to you, I realized this wasn't going to work. Uh, it's got to the point where I even have to run a hotspot off my phone to try to get more reliable internet. And then sometimes that doesn't work. So it's been a huge thing that even though I'm not doing anything, it requires a lot of uh, bandwidth. I don't not have to move a lot of data. I've had issues like a couple months ago when I was having a, uh, I crashed one of my websites and I was restoring it because I always keep backups. But the problem was the upload speed was so bad. For a couple hundred megabytes, it took over an hour just to upload the, <laughs> the files. It's like dial-up and days. I, yeah, yeah. It's, and I got home really, really late because of that. And that spills over to the next day. You know, it's just one thing after another. So, but that basically infrastructure issues, I guess you could say. Okay. Uh, Got it. Okay. So a, a number of issues. And then did this sort of hit you all at once? Like, Hey, I'm just not getting shit done. Or... Yeah, I kind of did. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. So how did, how did you realize it? What happened? Uh, just it, you know, I kind of expected that would smooth over and because there, you know, it's cool. St stuff is going to happen. That's just how life is. But it became a pattern of it. At one point I was at home in an, another apartment I used to have where uh, that it got so bad that I couldn't go five to 10 minutes with reliable, my, both after about five to 10 minutes, my web pages wouldn't refresh and load at all. And I, it was enough to make me want to scream. Yeah. So I began to see a consistent pattern of it. And so for the most part, I've stuck almost completely to doing any work at, uh, I paid to go to somewhere where I can get 
pretty good internet. Uh, that's an absolute must in some places, you know, absolute. Okay. Not as much in other places I've been, but some places it definitely is the case. Okay. And you might not, I mean, I should uh, also say that it's not like I hadn't heard of this before because I tried to do my homework, but the truth was I never, it was even worse than I expected. So it was more difficult than I, I had anticipated. So my advice would be when you read somebody saying, you know, we got this problem there and it may keep you from working. If you work online, take whatever they say and add at least 20 to 25%. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Or more. Got it. Uh, take it seriously. Take it seriously. You know? Okay. Think, think hard. Think hard. If you work online and make, you better think hard about stuff like that, that can hinder you. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So you identified the problem and, you know, part of it was infrastructure. Part of it was, you know, staying healthy. So let, let's tackle a couple of them and we'll go, you know, straight productivity. And it, was there anything that you did with structuring your time or how you worked that helped you, you know, just get more done in the same time, same yeah. environment? Yeah. I've, you know, cause I've read a couple of, uh, ebooks about related to productivity and stuff and i've got a way i got more to go but they're they kind of cite some interesting facts that honestly i had to call myself out and say i'm getting into bed too late so i have to get it up early because it is true that at least for me and some other people i'm sure that i know they tend to be more productive in the first part of the day so you don't get in bed super late don't go out and party you need to be able to get up at it relatively early and get moving because that's when your some of your best work is going to get done and I usually also, number two, generally have a plan of already of what I'm going to do that next day. Uh, in the past, I've even done time blocks in Google, Google Calendar. That helps sometimes. Uh, and now at this point, I, I, had to, I had to stop myself and say, hey, you know, you're not taking the breaks. You're wearing yourself out before the day is over. So experimenting with using a Pomodoro timer, if, if anyone has ever heard of that. Uh, you can use an app or a website. You can, some people even use a kitchen timer, just a little mm -hmm. timer. That's all you need to break up your day and, and give yourself breaks as well. To you get away from the computer and you go do something, refresh your mind and you come back and you're still ready to go. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's a lot of it. And I try to avoid, uh, I try to avoid letting anything get in the day where I have to go out and do something that might be super time consuming because of what I find out, over the years, especially the last couple of years, is no matter how simple you think, oh, I'll just go do this little errand, man, something always happens. It comes up. It, you'll end up three, coming back three hours later when you think you're going to be there for 30 minutes. Yep. So don't don't assume things are going to work out smoothly. You should assume that if you have to do something that could potentially take away from your productivity time, that it probably is going to, and maybe even several times over. Right. Yeah, you know, you need to anticipate that, you know. It's like when, when it takes, you know, 10 minutes to get to the mall on the best case scenario, you shouldn't always yeah. assume that it's going to be 10 minutes. It's going to, yep. you know, Absolutely. on average, it's probably like, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But yeah. if you get every green light, then maybe you can make it in 10. And that's how, yeah, like you said, something always comes up that you weren't planning on. So let's go back to the Pomodoro. So um, I think it means tomato, right? Is that Italian for tomato? I, th I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I, read a, so, I read a tidbit about it, but I forgot the guy's name. <laughs> so, uh, no, it's the, the guy that named it, Jason Pomodoro. No, I'm just kidding. That's just a joke. So what what is the actual structure? So like you work and then you take a break. So how, how long do you do yes. that? 
Uh, the, well, the standard default is 25 minutes uh, with perhaps the say five, 10 minute break, but you do the, really the best thing to do is for you find what works best for you. Like a lot of things you find what works best for you. Cause I can go, I can work. I set my timer. I started with 25 and I thought uh, I need a, bit, a little bit more cause I can go for say 50 minutes, maybe at least for now I'm still adjusting. I can go 50 minutes and I'll take a 15 to 20 minute break. So I give my, I know that I need to go outside and give my eyes enough time to focus off in the distance because if not, not enough time, not insufficient time, you can still keep, you can still get eye strain or wear yourself out. So you just uh, let the timer go. It tells you, hey, the time's up. It's time to take a break. You go take it. You can come back and start the cycle over again during your workday. It's real, super simple. Perfect. It's funny how something so easy, so so few people actually. You know, I didn't learn about this in school. So few people actually use it. But I, I met a guy who was doing it regularly, and he swore by it. And I've never forgotten that. So I said, mm-hmm. you know, I need to try this too. Yeah, the frequent breaks work well. And I'll give a side example. I used to run half marathons, and there was a, a sort of training and running technique where you would run, say eight and a half minutes, and then you'd walk for one minute. And you do that for the whole, you know, 13.1 miles. You do it the whole time. And the the thing is, it's really important to do it at the very beginning when you're not tired. So even though you're like, ah, I can run six miles straight or 10 miles straight without taking a break, I'm not going to take the break in the first mile or two. Those are really important. And it makes you have like more stamina through the full race. And I suspect this is similar. So even in the yeah, morning, yeah. you're like, oh, I could work. I mean, not you specifically, but you're like, hey, I could do, yeah, I could do three hours and then, then take a break. But like you probably can work later in the day and your brain will be fresher from taking the breaks when you didn't need them. The thing is you're taking the breaks before you actually need them too. So highly recommend it. All right. The other area you mentioned was um, just like health and fitness. So I know you had some sicknesses, but you you mentioned um, to me before you're taking some supplements, any other health stuff and go into the supplements as well. Yeah. You know, I actually, so I normally I take pretty, pretty good vitamins. I'll be try to be pretty good with that. And I try new things sometimes. uh, But recently, uh, not too long ago, I heard a, one of the uh, podcasts, Dr. David Sinclair was on there talking about some fascinating topics related to longevity and, you know, it's just like standing life or the quality, your physical quality of life, more years. And he, co- he covered some supplements that are fascinating. And uh, one of them was uh, called, uh, I forget the actual chemical name, but the, for short, the, uh, the abbreviation is NMN. And I f- went out and found which ones were rated. It had, laboratory tested as, as being pure, not being a, a, a scam, not being junk. And I actually got some powder and I, I tried it and I've been taking it for about, I don't know, maybe a month and a half because I started with capsules and I was like, wow, this is actually working. The energy I have is very good, but I do keep a very clean diet normally, uh, except for, you know, occasional cheap, you know, come cheat meals. Uh, but that has really helped me a lot eating clean and, uh, I, I try to, I've cut down a lot on alcohol, like a, quite a bit. And that, I think that helps me feel better during the day as well. You know, uh, those things together seem to be really helping me a lot. I feel like I could keep going, but I know I just got to moderate it, even though I could feel like I could right. 
but I've, I've never felt quite this, still this good at the end of the day, even at going home, at, except for getting a little bit tired naturally. I was surprised. I feel like I st- could still go jogging if I wanted to. Sometimes. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Any other <laughs> supplements? Uh, well, some are more like collagen, but that's more like for skin and health and joints mm-hmm. and stuff. Cause I work out hard. Uh, but general, uh, I try to get, cover all the basics, like with a good multivitamin and, f- and good food with vegetables. Okay. Mixed color vegetables. Definitely. Uh, okay. th- a lot of things like that. Yeah. I, I, I don't eat a lot of sugar because I ha- had done that years ago too way too many really big sodas, yeah. you know, from the gas station <laughs> and stuff. And that, that, that was a major no, no, because it actually just, I felt bad a lot and I was very unproductive at work at the time. Right. And it also affected my mood, my mood. Oh yeah. So totally. I, yeah. It's now that having cut that out so much has really helped me quite a bit. Okay. It really has. Got it. And do you take uh, creatine? Yes, I do actually. Yeah, I, I do. Definitely. So that's one of the, and by the way, all of this is not medical advice. This is just uh, us catching up on the, the uh, supplements and drugs <laughs> that we take and that, that we don't take. Cause I'll talk about that in a second too. Um, so yeah, <laughs> consult your medical professional as our disclaimer here. What I was going to say is creatine. Um, I, I take it too. And, you know, usually it's for, you know, like working out, like it's at the, you know, the bodybuilding area typically, but it's one of, it's one of the few things that are proven as a, like a nootropic and helps your mind. So they've done yeah. a lot of yeah, that's studies. Actually, I heard about that just not that long ago. I found that out. I, it was interesting. I had not heard that before. And I, I did have to learn that you need to get something high quality because, some of it is really hard to deal with and you might not even digest as well. So I, I get, I try to get very, I try to get very fine micronized now mm-hmm. if possible. Something okay. good quality. Yeah. And you don't have to spend, and it doesn't, you don't have to spend a ton of money to get really good stuff either. No. Yep. I was going to say, and I, I think whatever I get, is like uh, a kilogram and it's like 30 bucks and it'll last like a year and a half or something. Like yeah. it's a huge amount. Um, and, and I take a little of that in the morning, like a half dose and then like a little bit yeah. before I work out or after I work out, depending on what I remember. And I take a couple nootropics. So there's a company that I like found out about from a student several years ago. Um, they are now called thesis, which I don't know if it'll focus well thesis yeah, and it, it's a really good brand. The reason why I like it is they actually have different formulas here. So there's one for creativity and one for clarity. And they tell you like the creativity is good for brainstorming, creative thinking, writing and creative projects, public speaking and social situations. So before a podcast or something, I'll take the creativity for clarity. It's for high pressure days, maintaining concentration and focus and attention. So if like I need to you know, stay on task. And I'm like, I'm just going to work on one thing. Maybe I'm doing like my bookkeeping for the month or something like that. And I I don't want to get distracted and I need to focus. I'll take the clarity and they have, you know, different, uh, you know, formulas in there. So there's different chemicals that help that specific thing. And a lot of other nootropics will have, it's just like one, one thing. And they put in a lot of different chemicals and it's just it's like not enough to make a difference 
And most of those, not all of them, but a lot of them just have a shitload of caffeine. And I get the caffeine free yeah, on true. these. So if I if I want to get caffeine, which is actually really effective for me, I'll get it in a different form, like coffee. That said, sure. yeah. tying some of this back together, um, sleep is like the number one thing. I could yeah. like throw all the other stuff away, throw away the caffeine. If I sleep like eight hours a night, um, well, 15, 20 IQ points smarter. It's remarkable. So Yeah, and it really is. It's true. 100% true. And how, how much sleep do you get per night? Like what, what's your average? Uh, yeah, I, I figured I finally, eventually by learning the hard way, I figured out I need at least eight, sometimes a little bit more. I want to, yeah. I, I don't, it amazes me that some people can get by by five or six, you know? Yeah. They, I just can't do it. I used to think they, I think they think they can. Cause I used to think that I can oh. get by on five or six, but really it's just like, you're getting by with coffee or other stimulants mm. to like push through when you're tired. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't the best. And, and the thing is we were younger then, uh, like I'm 43 now and we, Probably we, we used to be able to drink until the wee hours of the morning and then get up and work. <laughs> Not anymore, right? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, like, especially when I was consulting and traveling, like we were in our 20s in like a cool city. So we would go out and party and then like it, it would all be fine. So I know that some of the younger people are like, yeah, yeah, like I can do that. It's no big deal. I don't get hangovers. Someday you'll get hangovers and uh, you will yeah. need to rest and you won't be able to drink all night and get up and work the next day. So. Yeah. And if you do it a, in the past, you tend to build habits that you have to break later and that's tough sometimes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Some okay. Bad days. <laughs> and you, um, you mentioned you, you eat pretty clean. Um, I've cleaned yeah. up my diet in the past few years. And one thing that... I started experimenting with and works really well is uh, intermittent fasting, especially like yeah, for brain clarity yes. early in the morning. So yeah, yeah. What, what's your eating schedule like then? Actually, Dr. Sinclair had mentioned that as well. He even he eats only one meal a day typically, but uh, I started learning about guys who were uh, doing it for several reasons. One is helping to keep their physique good, but also it turns out that exactly what you said that skipping breakfast uh it was a little bit of adjustment but i noticed over time for the most part it doesn't bother me at all and there's some science behind it that has been explained that actually in some ways your body benefits from it because of the without having consumed food body i won't go into all the details but it's just really interesting that there's actually benefits that a lot of people will think that are the opposite of what actually happens if you skip breakfast yeah it's, it's just amazing to me yeah and I mean, we grew up hearing, you know, eat breakfast. So I've, I've cut out most important in the middle of the day, yada, yada. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it tends, it tends to be pretty bad food sometimes actually. Yep. And, and that's the thing. I mean, I grew up like eating whatever, like toaster strudels and like just pure yeah. sugar cereal or remember that uh, carnation instant breakfast stuff. I mean, it was just like fucking yeah. chocolate milk, right? <laughs> so Yeah. A lot of that stuff. I loved it though. Or like just hot chocolate. I would just eat the worst stuff and uh, like hot, hot pockets too. Not in the morning necessarily, but did you, did you ever get into the hot pockets? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. They're so and, good. And uh, some other different things. Uh, I would skip, <laughs> I used to skip meals when I worked two jobs when I was young, like 1920. I would eat crackers 
and that was just not really good for you either. And I was just yeah. pushing my stuff too hard, you know, not eating at least it's just eating a lot of crap and fast food at the time as well. That's just bleh. yeah. Yeah. And one thing, um, I still love all that stuff. In fact, we just had pizza last night, which is one of my favorites, but I've cut back on a lot of things like that and trying to get my, you know, cholesterol under control without taking any drugs for it, which, uh, it, it worked, but unfortunately I gave up quite a bit of the full fat dairy that I was eating before. And I've added, uh, like, overnight oats which is just like the old uh old style old fashioned like steel cut oats and they're pretty good i actually put like a a scoop of like protein powder in there and i'll have it sometimes yeah yeah, it's pretty i mean it's pretty filling and it's not as sexy as like uh biscuits and gravy but But you know it's healthier i really like it it's actually tastes really nice to me and uh Granola is a really great snack sometimes too. Delicious. I can't, some of it's just great. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been good to like shift the diet on the healthier side. I feel better and like, I'm not eating quite as much just cause I'm like, all right, I, I don't need to eat a whole pizza. I can eat like a portion of it. I'll be all right. So, okay. So a lot of diet stuff and it's really, um, I, I think a lot of it does make a huge difference. Um, one thing I'll, I'll jump back to really quick is uh, the caffeine and sleep. So are yeah. you a big caffeine consumer? I was really bad about it. Uh, now that it's gotten harder to buy stuff like energy drinks or whatever, and whatever could be convenient stuff, I've cut down. I've, I've gotten a lot better about it because the truth is I learned over time that uh, even though I wasn't really consuming the ones with a bunch of sugar, I was consuming either very little or zero sugar in them. Still, it's it's not really doing anything. It's up kind of pushing you along for a little while. Sooner or later, you're going to kind of come back down. So yeah. I've gotten better about getting better sleep and not going crazy with the caffeine or at least trying to pace it better. Like go easy on it and a little bit more later if I need to not go crazy. Uh, Yep. It, the, those it just didn't really really help. I diminishing returns after a certain point, you know, just wasn't. It doesn't really make you some superstar, in my opinion, at least not for me. <laughs> no. Well, then going back to the sleep, I I do pretty well with like seven and a half to eight hours, and I slowly shifted over to decaf. So over the course of say like two months, I went from, you know a huge amount of full strength coffee to way less coffee. And I think it's almost all decaf at this point. It's maybe like 10% caffeinated and I'll just mix my own beans. And what I found was, this was unfortunate, Marty. I found that I was getting like 30 to 40 more minutes of sleep per night from cutting out the caffeine. And it wasn't like overnight, like I could see the data on my like uh, Apple watch. So like, I know it's from the caffeine. Yeah. So I love coffee and I love the caffeine like rush or whatever, but it is, it was just like covering up tiredness. Yeah. And then even though I could sleep, like even if I had a coffee in the afternoon, it wasn't as good of sleep. And then it's some, like it interrupts the, the deep sleep. So cutting yeah, it out was yeah. dramatic. Yeah, the quality of sleep uh, is such a big uh, factor. And uh, 
related to what you're saying about coffee, uh, I, I didn't realize it because sometimes it was a delayed effect. But if I had some late, it uh, not like super late, but let's say nine o'clock or even after that, I might not realize it until later on. But it did affect me as well when I when it's time to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I had to. Sometimes I had issues drifting off naturally, and that definitely hurt me. Or it wasn't as good of a quality of sleep, like you said. And that means the next day you're not really at full capacity. Your batteries aren't fully recharged because the quality of your sleep is very important. Uh, mm-hmm. I've 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 started taking a natural uh, their natural ingredients some uh, tablets. Sometimes I feel like I need it, mm-hmm. not every day, but uh, those those can, I was really surprised how much those can help. Ooh, know, what are those? Have, uh, there's a couple different brands, but one of the ones I bought a lot in the U.S. is called Alterreal, and it has like valerian, chamomile. Uh, it has a little bit of melatonin, of course. Uh, a couple more ingredients. Na- they're all natural, so it's not addictive by any means. <clears throat> there's no side effects. It's like five or six. Oh, you could also get a tea, a, a sleepy time tea mm-hmm. by one of the big tea manufacturers, and it's really great, too. Also, it tastes nice. It helps yeah. you relax, but... Uh, those are things that you can do that they don't cost a ton of money. They don't cost a lot and they're natural and they, you actually relax when you, you and they can, they're an alternative for people, uh, for people who think that they have to get prescription medication, which I've known people who get semi addicted to those. And as much as they work there, you know, nothing comes for free. You know, they, over time people get dependent on stuff. So I try not to do that. I try to avoid uh, chemical stuff related to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, and I was going to say the sleepy time is uh, celestial seasonings, which is just yeah, down that's the street. Right. I was trying it's, to remember it's only like 10 oh, minutes wow. down the road. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's crazy. <laughs> um, and I'm trying to think if there was anything else related to that. There's a couple, I'll, I'll point people towards a podcast <laughs> called Huberman lab. There's a YouTube channel as well. Are you familiar with that show? No, I'm not. Huber. That was interesting. Yeah, you may love it. So th- it's a uh, neuroscientist and he goes very in-depth on a ton of different topics, but productivity, sleep, fitness, um, like longevity, a, a bunch of other things. And they are like college lectures. They are very mm-hmm. dense with information. Any claim that he makes is based on citations. So he'll tell you, you know, here's the study. You can go read it yourself. Like you can check out all the information and like get all the specifics. So it's not just uh, like bro science or whatever, like, like we're doing right now, but (laughs) it's, um, you know, substantiated claims based on like peer reviewed journal studies and that sort of thing. So it's called Huberman lab. And like I said, he goes into many of the topics that we're going into and it's where I picked up a lot of little pieces. The, the other thing I'll leave uh, us with here is uh, I've cut way back on alcohol, which is sad because I'm very into mm. beer. Yeah. But I remember fucks up your sleep. Like there's no, yeah. uh, like oh, I know that, it and it kills it. So yeah, just uh, two months ago, I was talking to a friend of mine. He's, he's got a lot of experience in life and he, we got on the subject and it, he told me, he said, uh, supposedly the science says that uh, drinking after a certain amount, after a certain point, uh, or excuse me, drinking a certain point and beyond, it, it will affect your sleep by at least 50%. And you know what? By Based on my experiences, he's 100% right. And I just I just had to accept the fact that that was just a mistake. And it, you can't I can't do that if I want to get a good rest. 
Because, man, even if I didn't go crazy, it was enough that even just three drinks, not that far from the time you go to sleep, the next day you can really pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, not getting blasted, just but just a couple. Yeah. And it really does matter. You know? It, uh, yeah, definitely it sucks. <laughs> and, you know, one, <laughs> one thing is, it's not, I, I don't have plans to like quit drinking like all together unless there's some sort of, you know, strong medical reason, but cause I enjoy it and it's a social thing for me. And there's a lot of my friends that are, uh, you know, very involved in uh, beer or alcohol in some capacity. So, so it's fun and it's a social thing and there's a lot of value from that, but you know, it's like most of the time, like I'm, I'm choosing not to drink. And I mean, the thing is I, I, I drank a lot before. So, uh, yeah. I, I brew beer. I have a kegerator. Like it's really easy to just have a few beers like every single day. And I, I know a lot of people that are in the brewing industry and they work at a brewery. So they have like beers at lunch and they, they have one in when they finish. So it's like part of the culture or whatever. Um, but I've been sleeping way better. And again, another yeah. tragic thing like the caffeine. <laughs> yep, exactly. So. I, I don't need as much caffeine the next day when I've been, when I've been a good boy the night before. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And, and one, one little hack that kind of works, but not really is just like drinking earlier in the day. So like having yeah. a beer, I mean, we work for ourselves now, Marty, so we can't have a beer at like whatever, 2 PM. Or, or something like that. And then that tends to not impact my sleep at all. But that's a good point. Yeah. It gives your body enough time to process. Um, and at least you're awake during that time frame, So it doesn't mess up your sleep. So, all right. Well, cool. We covered a lot of productivity stuff. Um, and any other broad tips or things we didn't cover yet? Uh, just if you're doing anything where you're got a lot of stuff to deal with, uh, I can't recommend enough learning. Don't be afraid to learn, uh, to learn how to do things like use tools. And there's so much stuff out there, like, uh, websites just for little things like could be doing something with text. You try to find a way to automate things that you do during the day that usually take you a lot of time to do manually. And recently related to what I do, working for myself, learning more and more formulas in Google Sheets or Excel has been like a major help. Like it's been so helpful because I, once I learn something, I'm, I can do it over again, but then I can build on what I've taught about learning for the next thing. It's just been paid off. So don't be afraid to learn how to do something the right way. Don't, don't be, don't say, uh, that's too hard to figure out. I'll just keep doing it this way. You know, you can shave minutes and even hours off your day that you would be spending sitting in front of a computer, just draw, you know, like a, <laughs> yeah. like a, uh, it's going through the routine. Why, why put yourself through that? Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent, especially with like formulas and, and Google sheets and even a super simple thing, which I don't know enough of are, are keyboard shortcuts. Are you pretty savvy yeah, exactly. with those? Yeah. I've been getting a lot better. Uh, I've even, uh, Oh, that reminds me. I completely forgot. Uh, I automated some stuff I was doing by hand, uh, in a uh, word. Uh, I learned how to make a macro where I would take, uh, I was, I had some data, it's basically some text that, that was formatted text that using one tool, a web tool, uh, I couldn't copy and paste it directly. And then I had to sit and go through each little line one by one manually, uh, format it the way I want to structure an outline for a document. And now I've automated it with a macro. So it just runs through and does it for me. 
like that. It's that done in two seconds. Maybe I had to tweak it just a, a few little things, but other than that, that shaved off so much time. Macros are your friend. You can do it. Windows can do stuff, or you can get a program. You can do it on the Mac. You can get a mouse or keyboard micro functions. You can record almost anything you can do. Uh, also on your on your smartphone as well. Uh, I've done that in the past too. Uh, but whatever you do that you have to do repeatedly, you, you can probably do that. And man, once you once you learn the power of that, that's it's amazing. That's I really, cool. I really, I was really happy about that. Yeah. I have a quick side story and then we'll, we'll close it out. I know it's getting late there and I don't want to keep you from your sleep, Marty. So before we started recording, Marty and I, we were talking about uh, quiet quitting a little bit. There've been some recent <laughs> episodes right. and what this was way back. This was like 2007. So I got assigned to a project and it's common that you take over something. So I was given this piece of work that had a lot of, it was a lot of spreadsheet stuff. It was consolidating data, getting it into a presentable form. And it was like, whatever, three times a week. It was a, a pretty um, time intensive thing. It takes four hours to do. So I was trained on it. And then I realized, well, I can automate a lot of this stuff. It should not take four hours. So through, you know, you got to do it by hand for a little while. After implementing some macros, some other, you know, streamlining, it took like 15 minutes, 15 minutes to do this four hour thing. But you know what? I'm such a bad employee, Marty. I didn't tell anyone that it only took me 15 minutes. So now I got like three hours and 45 minutes to listen to podcasts or fucking yeah. go walk around or something. So that's great. That's awesome. That's quiet quitting right there. It's like, I could have done more, <laughs> but why? You know, why do more when you can go to the store, <laughs> do some shopping? Uh, we used to go to Barnes and Noble. <laughs> That's pretty funny uh, during That's that time mean. frame. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, cool. if you can automate stuff, you can get back time and do something productive. Yeah. I mean, I worked on my side hustle. So, I mean, I did listen to yeah, some exactly. podcasts. But exactly. It, um, That's a great example. And there's a lot of waste, uh, especially if you inherit a process where, you know, s someone wasn't trying to do better stuff. So they were like, sure, I'll just click this mouse around for four hours or whatever. So, all right, Marty, this is awesome. It's always good to catch up. Um, can people find you always, anywhere? Always enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not out there too much, but you know, good. If, <laughs> yeah, I guess in comment sections, you could say it makes you, uh, I'll see you out there in comment land or something. <laughs> okay, cool. And, and yeah, people can go um, leave comments on YouTube. Or if you have a question for Marty, you can send it to feedback at doug.show. Yeah. And we'll, we'll circle back next time Marty is on. So thanks a lot, man. Always good to catch up. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thanks again to Marty. Always fun to catch up with him. And he may be the most frequent guest on the show. I've have not tallied it up, but the last couple of times he's been on, we'll record like two or three episodes at a time. And I think we actually recorded that like a few months ago. So I banked it. You know, productivity is one of those timeless topics. And it's a topic that I got obsessed with for, well, a few years. It was kind of an interesting thing anyway, being in a sort of engineering environment and then an IT environment, we're always thinking productivity and efficiency and not wasting any energy and getting more done in less time and all that stuff. And there's a bunch of books that I read about it. And I think I probably took a couple courses. And then 
over the last probably three to four years, I've tried to dial it back down. First, it was kind of casual and I just tried to dial back some of my goals and align my ambition with what I actually wanted to spend time on. And then in the last maybe two years, I've really tried to scale it back where I've even read books that are kind of anti-productivity. And I think one of them is even called like do less or do nothing or something like that. The idea being we sometimes get obsessed with an idea like productivity to a point where you're not getting any benefits. In fact, it's worse for you. And I realized that I was probably spending a lot of time and energy on being more productive for no actual good reason. So I've I've dialed it back and I am highly productive when I do work most of the time, not always, but I do have a pretty good, respectable output. And when I really do concentrate, things get better. One kind of insane thing that I didn't think it was going to make that big of a difference, but it's becoming more and more apparent is I was not rested enough. And that has kind of been a theme as I've talked over the years about having a full-time job, working on side hustles and having to wake up early just to carve out time to me drinking too much caffeine and that making that makes me a little uh, maybe anxious if I have way too much. And I was drinking like a liter and a half a day, like something crazy, right? I was drinking like a whole carafe and then some. And then the caffeine was impacting my sleep. And I, I realized now that I'm getting more rest, like everything's a little bit easier. I'm less stressed out. I can get more done in less time. I'm smarter. And I've recently improved my sleep a little bit more with a chili pad. So one of my friends gave me a chili pad and I have been using it for about five or six days, not a full week yet, but I monitor my sleep with my Apple watch. It's not perfect, but it gives you some data. And I have a few years of like baseline data. So as soon as I started using the chili pad, I started getting even more deep sleep. So I've been trying really hard to get enough sleep, close to eight hours, and I've I've improved that. Now I'm getting even better quality sleep and I'm getting a lot more deep sleep. So if you don't, if you're not really aware of your sleep data or your habits or anything like that, usually uh, the, sort of like the the recommended amount of deep sleep, I think is like 20 to 25% of your overall uh, sleep. The thing is you can't really control how much deep sleep that you get. The, of course, if you have too much caffeine or you drink alcohol or consume other substances that impact your sleep, that can throw off the ratio. And basically, I have not been able to get as much deep sleep as I, you know, quote, should be getting. And sometimes it's like 15 to, yeah, like 15 minutes per night up to maybe like 45 minutes. Very rarely, I would say maybe once or twice a month, I would get over two hours of deep sleep, but it was always preceded by a couple days of less sleep than I should have. So all that to say, My deep sleep has been over two hours most of the six days that I've used the chili pad. The reason why I'm almost certain the chili pad has led to that um, new development 
is if you lower your core body temperature a little bit more, then you're more likely to hit the deep sleep. And, you know, REM sleep and deep sleep and the other stages, they all have their place and you should have a nice ratio. And I just wasn't getting enough deep. And some of that, uh, I think, helps regulate like hormone uh, control and maybe like repairing and rebuilding muscle and bone and other, you know, skeletal structure pieces. So, and I don't, you know, this is not a health podcast. So uh, the point being, the sleep is amazing. I feel great. Like last night, I went to bed at a normal time and I got closer to nine hours of sleep instead of eight. And I got like two hours and 20 minutes of deep. And normally I would get like 20 minutes of deep sleep. So the whole moral of the story here is if you are struggling with your productivity or you know, you're kind of stressed out, if you can try to get more sleep, there's a decent chance it's going to help a lot. And I would have argued with you a year ago that ah, probably doesn't matter that much. A few years ago when I was all hopped up on caffeine and I was sleep deprived, I'm certain I would have argued with you about it because I probably would have argued about anything because I was a little grouchier back then, but I feel much better and calmer and just things are, you know, they don't stress you out if you have enough rest, but if you don't have enough rest, everything is like a crisis. So get enough sleep out there if you have the ability to. And, you know, over the holidays, a lot of people have time off. So if you can, you know, go to bed a little bit earlier. I know for me, that helps more than trying to sleep later. So if I go to bed a little earlier, kind of, you know, wind down intentionally, it really helps out. So if if you have any info on your experiences with sleep, shoot me an email, feedback at Doug.show. Would love to hear that. And I mean, it's a fascinating topic. In fact, I'm going to text one of my friends who has a, a sleep uh, school. It's like an online sleep school. And she does some in-person consulting and, and stuff like that. Also to let her know the new development, I'll send her a little uh, a little video actually of my, my sleep app and in the data that I have. So, okay, that's it for today. Thanks a lot. We'll catch you on the next episode. 